This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. And Stu. You guys show up all the time. We're really appreciative of that. It's great. I mean, Jeffrey doesn't care, but we, Pat and I like it. I mean, I... Yeah. You might want to turn on your microphone again. Didn't I say on the radio show just a little while ago that yeah. you don't even turn you your did. microphone on? Most of on. the time. Did I say that I, what I turned my mic on for, I was getting paid for? So That's true. And believe so... me, we'd all be turning our mics off right now. Uh, if that were the case. <laughs> uh, so Donald Trump is interested in eminent domain, Pat. Yeah. And I know you are, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are a certain select group of people in our society that deserve to be able to take other people's things when they really want them. That's why I've been a lifelong proponent of it. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You, oh, yeah. I know. Pat, oh, yeah. Pat actually has a bumper sticker on yeah. his car that says there's a certain select group of people that should be able to take the things from other people when they want them. Yes. So it's, it's like lengthy, agree with it's that, like, but it's worth the read. Yeah, it's three lines, you know? though, so it's not as long as you'd think. It, right. it sounds ridiculous. At first. And it's in bold italics. <laughs> it is. And so... Arial font. So it's really, pretty easy to read. We really need someone who knows uh, <laughs> Photoshop to start photoshopping Pat's car <laughs> that has all these foam <laughs> stickers on it. And that would be the that would be my favorite would be thing great. in the world. If that existed, it would be my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> all the things that we said Pat has on his car as bumper stickers. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be great. Um, so we uh, Trump came out, and I will say um, uh, f- first of all, nice credit to was it Brett Bear that did this uh, interview. I think it was. Um, but finally, someone starts hitting him on this because everyone goes after things like, oh, well, you've said controversial things about immigration. Well, that, that doesn't, you know, 
while some conservatives might say, hey, you're going too far or that won't work, you won't actually be able to get Mexico to pay for a wall, it's not something that disqualifies you mm -hmm. by being tough on immigration with conservatives. Eminent domain is one of the worst policies in, that's even imaginable, especially the way Donald Trump has used it, which is to line his own pockets and build things like parking garages and things like that. Mm -hmm. But very infrequently have people actually brought this up, even though right now this is the time to bring it up. It's the primary. When you get into uh, the general election, well, Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump on eminent domain, they probably both agree with it, at least at some level. But now, during, the, during this uh, you know, uh, primary, it's the time to bring it up. And you know, it's kind of been my belief that a lot of uh, you know, news organizations haven't brought it up because they kind of like the idea of Trump in the race. If you start focusing on the idea that this guy is going and taking people's personal property, uh, you know, it's so against what conservatives believe. And I think it stands out so much mm -hmm. that it's hard to imagine they would stick around for it. Well, anyway, finally somebody did it. Uh, here's the clip from um, last night Fox News. I think it's Brett Baer uh, talking about eminent domain. What do you think of eminent domain? Well, I think eminent domain is wonderful if you're building a highway and you need to build, as an example, a highway and you're going to be blocked by a holdout or in some cases it's a holdout. Just so you understand, nobody knows this better than I do because I built a lot of buildings in Manhattan and you'll have 12 sites and you'll get 11 and you'll have the one holdout and you end up building around them and everything else. Okay, so I know it better than anybody. I think eminent domain for massive... Uh, projects for instance you're going to create thousands of jobs and you have somebody that's in the way and you pay that person far more don't forget eminent domain they get a lot of money and you need a house in a certain location because you're going to build this massive development that's going to employ thousands of people or you're going to build a factory that without this little house you can't build the factory i think eminent domain is fine if you have a road or a highway oh, i get that you got to do it if you have a factory where you have thousands of jobs and you need eminent domain it's called economic development bernie sanders when the decision came out he said he spoke out against kilo case he said the result of this decision will be that working families and poor people will see their property turned over to corporate interests and wealthy developers. It's, it's not right. It's not right. Well, no, it isn't right. What, uh, it, it's, what he's doing isn't right. Uh, well, I think what he meant was Bernie Sanders wasn't right, but Bernie okay. Sanders is exactly right on that on that issue. Yeah, I mean, it, the Kilo case specifically was about exactly that. They knocked down about two, three blocks of homes. Um, in this area, New London, Connecticut. I've been there. I've walked on the field, uh, which is there now. And when I say, you know, you know, I, I put this in the past, it's still a field right now. It never was actually Always turned will be, into apparently, anything. Because it, it Pfizer didn't, yeah, they wanted didn't... to build a, develop, a development there um, because they're Pfizer. They were, you know, had enough friends to get Took it all done. the way to the Supreme Court. Took it all the way to the Supreme Court One. because the Kilo uh, people, their fa the family, wanted to hold on to their house. Booted them out of Booted them house. out, destroyed the house, and then they never built anything there. And the funny thing is, if you so go there now, the only thing, it is, it is actually a couple of years since I've been there, but last time I was there, the only thing there is this one um, building, and it's like the Italian-American center or something. It's something like that. And it, it is... The, it's like the, you know, uh, the Shriners or like one of those sorts of groups where like, you know, it's like a community organization. Mm -hmm. However, a community organization with lots of ties to government. So the one building that got to stay there 
was this organization because no one decided to knock their house down, their, their building down. It was fine to keep that there because they were tied into the government. But uh, all these poor people had to leave their homes and, and get them destroyed. I mean, this has it's one of the worst things in society that we do. It's one of the worst um, uh, just abuses of government power that exists and the Republican frontrunner is the one praising it. Um, there was a case several years ago where a family uh, had a house and they wanted to build a alternate practice high school football or soccer field. So to, uh, to, to do that, they had to knock down her house. She did not want them to knock down her house. They took it from her anyway. A alternative practice field for high school sports it's not just massive highways which by the way uh even with massive highways uh screw you that's kind of how i feel about it you know what build it around there if you can't build the highway uh through through an area because someone wants to keep their house there so sorry so so sorry yeah but figure it out build it somewhere else Make it into a double decker at, at another area and stack the directions on top of each other if you have to. But you don't get to take someone's house. Now you can up the payment for them and pay them a ridiculous amount, probably. Um, you know, I don't think the government has any uh, problem with that. But that's not normally what happens with with um, with eminent domain. Eminent domain just they say it's market value. So what they'll do is like like you have a house that's let's say normally worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And they want to build something on your, on your house. And they come to you and they say, hey, we're going to pay you $250,000 for your house. And the person says no. Then they up the payment to $300,000. And they start upping the payments. And the, uh, or the big organization comes in and, you know, the, the, the company, this is before eminent domain kicks in, and says, you know what, we'll buy yours for three hundred, dollars And we'll buy yours for three fifty, dollars and, and it gets up a little bit above market value because there's demand for that property. So the last guy, this, there's two people holding out. The, the second to last guy gets a million dollars for their house because they really want him out of there. And the, the very last person doesn't want to leave. They say, no, no amount of money will, will, uh, will get me out of this property. So what they do is the government comes in, applies them in a domain, and then gives them market value, which was the original market value, $250,000. Now, they could have had $1.2 million from the, uh, you know, from the private developer, but they decided not to because they wanted to keep their house. Now government forces them in. Is yeah, that my computer is that it's your computer? A, uh, that's yours. Um, I can't get it to stop. I I don't uh, I don't know how uh, Republicans look at that and say, yeah, that's okay. That's my guy. Uh, that's my guy right there. I he doesn't care about people's property. He doesn't care about one of the most fundamental rights in all of American uh, fundamental values, and that's that's property rights. That's the right to to uh, my personal space. And if I paid for this. And he acts like, well, uh, we've got a we've got a road that needs to go through, or I've got a building I want to build, and you're holding out, and I'm going to pay you. Well, so what? I don't want to move. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to move, uh, then you're taking, you're literally taking uh, my property away from me, and it's not right. It's uh, it's a big government uh, boondoggle. It's uh, it's oppression, and I mean. It, we, it is allowed under the constitutional under the constitution for certain things, um, like you know roadways, 
um, like when the, uh, the, is, the is, community good is at stake. Is it allowed under the Constitution, or is it just like uh, it's, rulings that have happened since to interpret it I that way? I mean, think you, it's allowed under the Constitution because uh, the founders you know, knew that we would be growing and there, there would be places where they would need to do this. But they never thought that, uh, they never anticipated that people would use it for a bigger tax base. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't take somebody's house and just build a Walmart there because they bring in more taxes. You can't take somebody's house and just put a Trump building there because he wants it. Uh, that, it was not supposed to be that. But to move society along, uh, yeah, they, they foresaw that there would be times when that might need to happen. Because I think you could make an argument for that. I understand the argument for that. Um, you know, there's a, we should, uh, you ever go on, a, on certain sites and there's just like, and Jeffy, you could certainly attest to this, um, there's just these kind of shady slideshow stories that have like a bunch of pictures. Jeffy, are you following me here? Um, I don't appreciate the word shady, but I'm following you. <laughs> no, they have, um, uh, it's like the 12, uh, you know, craziest hu- humans you won't believe exist. Yeah. And you're like, Mm-hmm. I know this is not going to be good. I know it's clips. just a bunch mm-hmm. of ads. Yep. But it's like I really want to know. Like yep. I don't there's something about them. And and you go to a site and it's like it takes 4 minutes to load because mm-hmm. there's 6,000 ads around it. Anyway, I clicked on one of those recently. <laughs> Which was essentially this, the 12 holdouts to eminent domain and they had pictures of like houses in the middle of roads. And, uh, you know, people and a lot of them were in like places like China, which shockingly they just don't it seemingly they just build right around them so they say screw you and some of the pictures were actually interesting and then about half of them were absolutely nothing and just thing reasons for me to click again and i hate i hate you i hate you they do that good though and i know they're not going to be good i don't know why but this one had a couple of good pictures on it we should maybe look for them because plus they can't all be on the same page and you just scroll down no you have to click and then it takes a while to load again and then you click again and it takes a long time to load again and you know they're installing malware and spyware and it's like (laughs) yeah "Yeah, but i want to see the next picture (laughs) (laughs) i mean how mally can it be what can it really do spy wise sure they're watching me while i'm at home and looking at my computer so what jeffy don't comment um so uh there you go but anyway it's you know there this happens all around the world not even just here um but you know it's one thing as you're talking about and i think it's still arguable honestly when it comes to uh even roads or uh, they want to build you know what find another this is a spacious place man Mm-hmm. Listen, we're not talking about the Vatican here, where we've got a little tiny city and we're trying to run a country in it. This is not Monaco, where it's a little bit tight. Yeah, but we, got, we want a road there. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> this is a big freaking country. Find a place where you can put it. People yeah. really like money. Somebody's going to take your money to put their road where their house was. Figure it out. You know? yeah, so I even, know. even there, I'm not necessarily uh, comfortable with it. But when it comes to what Trump has done, which is build a career on celebrity and eminent domain, um, vast majority of it. The guy went and has made millions oh. of dollars using government power to take people's private I mean, property makes, and profit off of it. He makes no bones about it. I mean, no. he's I mean, happy about it. He, he look, loves I, it. My idea is better than where you live. Yeah. So get out. Yeah. I mean, it, you should hear, uh, mm-hmm. we should play some of the, uh, there's an interview he did with, I think it was Stossel back in the day about uh, uh, the uh, Ellie, Ke- Ellie Keeking or whatever, I can't remember the name, her last name, Coking. Um, and it was in, uh, in Atlantic City. She wanted a, uh, a hotel, or she lived in a place where he wanted to build a parking garage for limousines for his casino. 
And she was like, no, I mean, this is our house. And she was an elderly lady. She didn't want to move. She wasn't interested in his money. She wanted to live where she wanted to live. It was hers. She did it. She didn't do anything wrong. He, you know, first of all, tried to buy her. Second of all, tried to berate her into leaving. And finally went to the government and said, you know what? Screw you. We're taking it. And when people asked him, Mustafa, I think, asked him about it, he's just like, look, if a, a person, if there's an ugly building and I want to build a beautiful building, if I want to build one of the spectacular yeah. buildings in the world and you've got this ugly building there and it's, it's awful, well, I mean, of course I should be able to go in and do that. I mean, and without hesitation, without feeling bad about it. He's truly unbelievable. He's just, I mean. Uh, he's okay. unbelievable. Yeah, he's a, I mean, you know, people say he's a bully because he, he calls people names. It's, this is much more of, a, of an example of how oh, he's yeah. a bully. He's taking an elderly woman's private property to build a limousine garage. Come on. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's not right. It's, there's nothing conservative about this guy. What's he supposed to do, drive his limousines another quarter mile down the road? <laughs> yes. No? <laughs> yes. What? It's interesting, too, because if you, if you do just build around the people, I mean, it's going to make it undesirable for them to be there anyway, um, because you might have a parking garage right next to your house, and, you know, you might put up with that, you might not, but if you build around them, if you build a freeway around them, that's not going to be desirable either. So you could just build around them, and you'd eventually win, too. You don't have to take their property from them, right? I mean, if that's what they do in China, it's probably a tremendous technique because now sooner or later yeah sooner or later they're going to move anyway uh and then you can get the property but uh it it's 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 a fundamental human american right the right to property and to just swoop in and say yeah i'm going to pay you some money for this and you have to leave is it's just it's not right um meanwhile an employee at hillary's server company says uh they were covering up some shady I'm going to say stuff. That's not the word they used. Uh, Documents released yesterday show that an employee at the company who handled Hillary Clinton's email server questioned if he was part of a cover-up. This whole thing really is covering up some shady stuff, he said. Uh, The employees at the Colorado-based Platte River Networks were alarmed after the uh, Clinton people ordered a reduction in the data that was stored when the firm conducted backups of her home-brewed email server. Limits were ordered after the State Department contracted the former Secretary of contacted the former Secretary of State in the summer of 2014 um, to inquire about her private email records. Department sent a formal request to turn over documents, and then uh, they eliminated a lot of the data. So shady, you bet. And you've got a former employee who was involved in it admitting as much. So really, he he said it was shady. Um, you said it was shady. Shady. Uh, he uh, misspelled shady. Oh, okay. It's like, you know, we all mm-hmm. have, I mean, Jeffy writes spoons in place of other words. We all have our issues when we, when we write emails, but mm-hmm. you don't know they're going to make national news when you write them. Uh, and <laughs> in cases like this, it's like, oh, did I, you know, this guy's sitting at home. He doesn't care about the scandal. He's just like, did I just, did I misspell shady like an idiot? And now everyone in America is, is reading me spell shady, S-H-A-D-D-Y. Is that really me? <laughs> yes, it's you, unfortunately. Yeah, it but is. I'm glad you did it because uh, it's good to know that uh, they felt the same way. I mean, these mm-hmm. are people that were in business with them, a uh, close business relationship. And look, there's, there's a little bit of self-preservation there, but they're seeing this and like, we know what the Clintons do. And at some point, if this is bad for them, they're going to point the guns at us and say it's our fault. 
and we better have our ducks in a row to protect ourselves because we know what the Clintons will do. They're covering something up, and we're going to be the victims of this if we don't get out in front of it. So that's why I think we've seen some of the developments mm -hmm. we've seen over the past few months. Triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stu coming up. Uh, meantime, you know, depending on what shady stuff is coming down or uh, shady, or shady mm -hmm. uh, you might want to be prepared. Yeah, you might. You know? mm -hmm. It's something that's kind of important. And, uh, you know, while money is tight, food prices are on the rise, uh, you know, trying to uh, keep your food, there's always food waste. Uh, you know, look, it costs a lot. You're trying to feed a Jeffy, it's going to cost your household <laughs> oh my a gosh. heck of a lot of money. Oh, good golly. That's why this is such an incredible deal. You can get a month's worth of food, or in Jeffy's case, uh, 12 minutes, worth of food for $100. Less than that, it's $99 by calling 888-893-9140. 888-893-9140. Forty. Where else can you get a month's worth of food for ninety-nine bucks? It's impossible. Even if you just eat styrofoam, you would be paying more than ninety-nine dollars. No, I believe that's true. I don't know if I don't have any factual backing. No, that. that's true. It's don't true. even look into it. Don't look, don't Take look it, it up. The bank. Just call 888-893-9140. 888-893-9140. They're going to give you the four-week emergency food supply. It's a limit two per household, but. I mean, you're not going to do better than this. It's 50% off. Call now, 888-893-9140, 888-893-9140. It's my Patriot Supply. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Seven back. It's Pat and Stu uh, involved in some serious, serious discussions off air. As usual. Serious, serious discussions. Hey, people probably won't even believe this because of the academic nature of the show, but the off air conversations <laughs> yeah. are oh, even they're more even, serious. They're, they're even more highbrow. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, and that's why we don't share them on the air because they're, they're so far above yeah. the. A little esoteric. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's too. Too smart for the room. Really. Yeah, yeah. And, we, uh, look, so. you know, we know that you're a smart audience. If you're listening to this show, you got to be smart. Right, but, but there's nobody who's the kind lots. of intellect that is shared during the breaks. We here. have a little rule, uh, no less than five-syllable words. It's just one of those yeah. things that we do when we're off the air, uh, and we don't feel like that's appropriate for the audience. We're not doing it on the air. No, no, no. no. Uh, all right. Um, this is kind of interesting. I sometimes wonder if Bobby Jindal, 
listens to our show and then I know and then turns around and speaks to the news about what, exactly what we've said. And just in case you're wondering, it's gotten them to one percent. <laughs> if that's happening, it's if been a wild happening, success. It's probably not a good idea, Bobby. Uh, but in a recent blog post titled "We Fill Our Culture with Garbage and We Reap the Result," I love this guy. I love this guy. I can't believe I ever didn't want him to be a candidate or think of him as presidential because of that one stupid speech. Yeah, Stu, you were right the whole time. Thank you. I, I, dang it. I <laughs> regret that time because the, the man is fantastic. He's good. He's good. He's he really fantastic. Um, Jindal blamed the prevalence of mass shootings in America on deep and serious cultural decay in our society. And that's obviously what it is. It's not the guns. It's not... Uh, anything but the fact that uh, we've had cultural decay in our society. He said, uh, this father, this killer's father is now lecturing us on the need for gun control, and he says he has no idea how or where his son got the guns. Of course he doesn't know. You know why he doesn't know? Because he's not and has never been in his son's life. He's a complete failure as a father. He should be embarrassed to even show his face in public. He's the problem here. I mean... I don't know if we went exactly that far, but we said virtually the same thing. It's funny. He's uh, actually going farther than the talk show host, actually went which is an interesting than approach. Um, yeah, no, I mean, but I, I, agree with I just don't know enough about this guy. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know what the situation was, why they were separate. <coughs> I, my only point on this was you just don't get to preach to us no. when you're the father of someone who's murdered 10 people. You can feel really bad. We're not going to blame you for it necessarily, um, uh, you know, unless you outwardly you know, did something direct to inspire it. Um, you know, being a mediocre to poor father is, you know, I mean, ask Jeffy. It's not specifically a crime, right, Jeffy? <clears throat> What's that? <laughs> he's not even listening to the show. No, he's not. That's good. Uh, no, no, but it's, you know... It, it, that uh, it doesn't mean you're responsible for every stupid action. Great parents have kids who do terrible things yeah. like this. I mean, it, you know, and I'm sure Bobby is talking specifically about this incident, but it, it is obviously possible to go the other way. But the, the interesting thing here is that maybe he has looked into this a little bit more uh, and knows about the case because he is um, pretty specifically calling this guy out yeah. as, as the reason. Yeah. And you're responsible for your own actions. And, and I know Bobby Jindal would put that first on the guy who's, who committed the crimes. But there's something to be said here. You don't get to blame society and 200 million legal gun owners uh, when your son went out and did something terrible. Like, that's, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. we're not going to give you that. I don't care how much you're mourning. I don't care how bad you feel about the incident. You don't get to do that. You don't get to blame us for your uh, family's problems. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say, he brags that he's never held a gun in his life and that he has no idea that his son had any guns. Why didn't he know? Because he failed to raise his son. He should be, should be ashamed of himself, and he owes us all an apology. I agree with all of that wholeheartedly. When he was asked what his relationship was with his son, he said he hadn't seen him in a while because he lived with his mother. Case closed, according to Bobby Jindal. Now, great theoretically, stuff. Um, stuff. Even, now, you, even when you, because my parents were divorced, and I did <clears> see both of them. Which is weird. I guess that's that not is weird. a common yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, it's actually no, how, you, I, I mean, how most of them work out. I think it is, yeah. Unless, yeah. unless you have a, a situation, obviously. There are some times where, you know, there, where there's, well, there's a lot of deadbeat or, dads. Yeah, and there's some, you know, just deadbeat dads. Mm-hmm. It could just be that this kid was a psycho and pushed his dad away, too. I mean, that's happened as it well. It could be. Um, and he was obviously a psycho, so there's something to, to be said for that. But, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know the relationship. I think Bobby probably does know a little bit more. He seems to be more sure mm-hmm. than we were mm-hmm. because we were kind of speculating on, hey, 
you know, if if you weren't around, what happened? Bobby seems to know what happened. Yeah. And obviously, as a governor of a state, he probably has access to more information than we do. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, interesting stuff from Bobby Jindal, and, and he deserves to be at more than 1%. A lot more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, he should be, you know, look, he should be a top-tier candidate. For sure. Um, that doesn't mean, you know, no like, question. Uh, you know, I think he, it would be interesting to see him as a top-tier candidate and battle it out with the people like, Marco Rubio and, and Jeb Bush. And, mm-hmm. You know, the guy's a Rhodes Scholar. He's one of, you know, he's a really smart, smart guy. <clears throat> Obviously, he comes at it from, uh, he has, you know, identity politics-wise, has, he's, you know, he's, he has an Indian background. He's, he, you know, he's not the old white guy that everyone he's says. He's the one Indian that escaped the uh, convenience store in Delaware. Yeah, because that's well. Yeah, um, they're almost everyone. You know, according to Joe Biden. No, you're joking. You, you can't go in. You no. can't go into a convenience store in Delaware, a 7-Eleven in Delaware, and not see an Indian. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. He, and he was serious. He told us he's not joking. He's not joking. <laughs> literally, so apparently, literally. one Indian escaped convenience stores in Delaware and uh, went out and made something. Themselves. And we've said this before, but man, do I want to see a oh, debate that be between great. Joe Biden and Bobby Jindal <laughs> where they can talk about that remark. That oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. That sure would. Yeah, he's sure great. Would. He's great. Uh, according to uh, Business Insider, the worst retail Photoshop shop disasters of all time. I think we have some pictures of those. Oh, uh, it's no secret that retailers love to abuse Photoshop to make women pencil thin. Sometimes this obsession with Photoshop leads to massive comical fails. Uh, website Photoshop Disasters collected some of these. Um, let's take a look at uh, some of them, perhaps. And... <laughs> That's a great first one. Whoops. Uh, her right leg appears to not be connected to her body. No, it, it appears to be connected to whatever it is she's sitting on, the rock formation. Well, it's just extra long. Is it? Okay. That is a long leg, uh, I will say. Yeah, considerably like, longer than the other one. Take the leg out, her right leg out of that picture. It's a really nice picture. You didn't need to do that. No, you, no, didn't. you really didn't. <laughs> you know, it's just you could have just left that one there. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, next up, uh, uh, this is a Ralph Lauren uh, ad. Um, you think she's... Holy cow. She's, she's a tad, I would say she's a tad. A little thin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like she weighs and, about 14 pounds. And that's not... It's not attractive. So if they photoshopped her that way, that's not. It doesn't make any sense. She's probably she's probably horrified by that, right? Yeah, she may be. Either that, well, you've seen like, wow, that. I mean, great. we're going through these, but some of the there is the a few videos out there where they're showing the uh, the girls starting out and then going through the Photoshop process. Oh, how the now that would ends. be great. That's yeah, it'd be great to see what they look like. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen those? We've played Before. some of them here, haven't Have we? we? I don't, I don't know. I think we, oh. I don't know if we played them here, but I mean, I would definitely have seen yeah, them. Yeah, I remember playing them here before, but I mean, I, I, everyone, this, there's this weird thing that goes on in which us as enlightened people <laughs> are so upset <laughs> that they would use this technology to make mm-hmm. these women look better or whatever. And it's like, Stop. I'm sorry. You know, first of all, we, we, I, I like looking at uh, pretty women, women and like looking at uh, good-looking guys. Um, if you could Photoshop this broadcast, believe me, if there was a Photoshop button that was an option on this broadcast, 100% of people would press it because they don't want to see mm-hmm. us in our natural mm-hmm. states. You know, there's nothing wrong with Photoshop. I don't care at all. I, I don't get all high and mighty about it. In fact, I just get impressed by the guys that do it. They do it really well. Typically, yeah. not in every case. Like, for example, this one. who Not was, so much. There was, a, I guess, an incident with a shark with this woman where she was, her leg was bit. 
Uh, and it's uh, <laughs> look at her leg. You never there. know when you're going to run into a shark. The guy forgot to uh, oops, <laughs> finish off the Photoshop. Yeah, not good. And again, like you find not it, good. like a lot of the women, of course, don't need the Photoshop. They're models anyway. They look, yeah. you know, beautiful yeah. anyway. But so what? I mean, you know, you're, I, don't, I don't know. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, here's uh, an, uh, another uh, another one. Let's see if we can find the Photoshop disaster on this particular picture. Um, uh, is it the that they, they okay? The dress, the dress is yeah, kind of waist. poking out. It's a lot bigger than her waist is. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Now she is she is holding it with her yeah. other hand, so in theory that could work. Yeah. Although yeah. I mean it's obviously not real, but <laughs> still I'm just trying to back the all Photoshop right. peeps. Next, uh, here, here we go. Next, uh, this is uh, all covered. Okay, let's see this. Yeah, she does look like she's missing a leg there. I guess, huh? That's an issue. Uh, yes, missing legs are an issue. Well, although she doesn't have it in the other one either. No. Oh, no, she does. Yeah, it's, so I thought it was covered she by the has one leg. Perhaps yeah, she's a one-legged model. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. What do you, you hate mongers? <laughs> you don't, you're against the handy Nothing capable. wrong with that. Uh, all right, next we well, have wrong with that. her, uh, and I'm not sure. Oh, the missing arm. She doesn't have an arm. Yeah. Now, again, maybe she's a one-armed model. She, she might be. Are we against one-armed be. models? Uh, not yeah. her. No, yeah. I'm not against her in any now, way. She might be against having one arm. She might. She has two. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but that's a, Nobody even a notices she has any arms. No. We don't really care no. in that particular case. But. <laughs> Here's another one. This one's pretty blatant. Uh, half the girl is missing. Um, that's a problem. You want to keep the entire... Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a minor issue. I wonder why, what, you're, what you're messing with in that particular instance to... Have that mishap occur? It's what are you trying to do? I don't know. Mid process, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Now this one is pretty, pretty, pretty blatant. Yeah, it's yeah, a little sloppy. Another shark bite. Although her wrists are really thin. <laughs> yes, they um, are. Her arms and wrists are really thin there, and yeah, that's really sexy. Skinny girl, <laughs> women's lace galoon. I, I buy a lot of women's lace galoons, don't you? That's another I, uh, uh, bumper sticker Pat has, yeah. actually. I yeah. buy a lot, I of, buy a lot of women's lace, lace galoons. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird one. <laughs> and this guy uh, is... Oh, he's got multiple arms there. He seems uh, okay, to have a, he's got an extra arm I guess there's a girl him. behind him, maybe? Yeah, and they, for some reason, took her out. Uh, maybe because there, it's a shoe ad, but he, he has nothing to do with shoes. Yeah, his shoe is cut out of the ad. Well, but that that's the kind of man that wears vans. Right. Yeah. Okay. They like the look of this guy, and they just used him for, for the shoe ad. Oops. Interesting. <laughs> um, now, this, I don't see what the problem is here. I don't either. Um, do you, do you uh, catch she, anything here? Maybe spilled a little bleach on her skin. Yeah, a little bleach. Um, you know, that happens from time to time. Who among us hasn't had a little bleach disaster? And when it happens, you end up cutting your one hand off, and then you take a picture. Right. Right, right. <laughs> that, that's pretty bad. Uh, so there you go. Target uh, using. Okay. I, I guess a lot of those are like uh, you're in the middle of editing and you just click publish or something. It's like one of those type mm. of situations mm-hmm. where it's not like it, they probably didn't mean to leave it that way. Yeah. They probably uploaded the wrong saved copy or something. I, as someone who used to do a lot of uh, editing back in the day, uh, I can remember doing that a couple times. And <laughs> sometimes the results were not positive. Uh, because no, the it, results are never positive. No, 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 no. When you when you mistakenly upload the file that you were halfway done editing, not uh, good. Not good. Yeah, not good. Not good. More Pat and Stu coming up in a sec.
888-727-BECKETS, Pat and Stu. Uh, I guess we found some of the uh, Chinese imminent domain situations. Yeah, hopefully uh, not from the shady website that yeah. I actually saw them on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, these are China actually, I guess, does have holdouts for eminent domain because they just build wherever the hell they want. Uh, but sometimes they actually will leave the houses there here. <laughs> Look, I oh, mean, yeah, we've seen this before. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, just the house in the middle of the road where they wanted to build it. And um, look, it's a holdout. Uh, you got that one. And uh, what else do you have here? Uh, oh, yeah, this is, this is a great one. <laughs> they really won. China won that battle. Wow. Because. Uh, <laughs> yes, they did. Say all you want, you're going to stay in your house. How are you getting anywhere from it? Uh, <laughs> that is just to spite them. Yeah, just to screw. You know what? Screw you. We'll all leave, right. Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave you up there. No problem. We're going to dig all around you. Good luck and, with that. And uh, there's going to be no way to get in. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, let's see. There's a couple. This one's. Uh, That's great. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is a single apartment owner who refused to sell out gave the world uh, word this uh, remarkable uh, building. Um, Jeez. So it's like one apartment cut out of an apartment com- building. That is amazing. Amazing. Wow. All right. Well, let's see the next one here. There's a few more. Uh, yeah. Now, this one's great because they built like, one of those like nice Florida-looking like uh, condo complexes or apartment complexes, and there's just one, one yard in the middle of it, and they just built around it. Why is China better than Donald Trump on this issue? That's what should happen. You want, you want to keep your property? Fine. Whatever. We're going to build right around you. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the one previous to this where they didn't let the person in because they dug around it, that's a little bit too far. Um, here is uh, another one where uh, they just cut it out. <laughs> it's, it's kind of amazing. They're just cutting it out of existing buildings and just like, all right, and yeah, good luck. Stay it there. makes it so ugly that, I mean, you'd leave, right? If that happened to you, there's no way you stay. I don't know. If you've gone this far, you're yeah. staying here forever. Yeah. You're staying there until they shoot you out of there. I don't know. Which, by the way, they will do. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, here's another one. Um, you can kind of see in the middle there of the development, there's a few stragglers that decided not to leave in the middle of a mass development. And they said, all right, good luck. And they excavated all around them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> any more of these? Yeah. I mean, look, at, look, uh, look at this. Jeez. And they've got a pathway to get out. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, I don't know how many more we have here. This, oh, this is another good one. Uh, again, like they just dig right around these houses. That's great. They there was the one, at the China one, in the middle of the interstate that was pretty good. Yeah, too. I forgot. That, that was on one of the links I sent. I don't know. We were, we're kind of like doing this on the fly here. Oh, oh yeah, here's a great yeah. one. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, here <clears> so they gonna... just built the freeway around them. <laughs> just built the freeway right around them, right around their house. Now, this is, you know... Donald Trump would say this is stupid, but you know what? It's at least they're respecting the person's rights at some level. You want to stay? You can stay. There you go. Good luck. <laughs> As it begins to happen, <clears throat> wouldn't you say, uh, okay, maybe. All right, <clears throat> go ahead and uh, you know pay me fair market value. Take it. Look at this one. This, they actually built the building <clears throat> right around this is great. the house. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that's oh, what people yeah. think of when you think of, uh, you know, there's the balloon, so that's the, you know, the, from the Up movie. Right. But uh, that's, yeah, that's what people a, think of China. when they think of eminent domain and leaving in their house. They think people are going to build these giant buildings around the one house, right? Right. They and don't think know, about building the interstate around your house. Yeah, there was one in Vegas, too, where it was the same situation. They're building giant casino hotels, and there's just one <clears> freaking <throat> little house sitting there, and it just gets to stay there. Um, there's another one, too, uh, that's on this list that we don't have um, at the moment. But you see the two lanes of the road coming right at the house. And then it just stops, and there's a house. 
And it's like the, it's like the, um, just like the, uh, the one where they're in the middle of the highway. And it's a, except it's a divided road. And you say, well, you know what? Build the freaking lanes around it and move on with your lives. If they want to mm-hmm. stay in the middle of two lanes of traffic, well, guess what? They can. Uh, that's really what you have to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I think at They'd some, have good access to freeways. Really good. So it would say that in the uh, listing of the home. <laughs> Great really freeway access. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, this is progressivism, though. I mean, yeah, you know, it it's is. Donald Trump, and he's associated quite closely with progressivism. I mean, he is legit, legit, legitimately a progressive. Uh, the Daily Princetonian um, has a, uh, uh, an, a, uh, an issue with uh, their ties to a famous progressive, Woodrow Wilson, um, who was a little upset. Uh, about why uh, the writer was a little upset about why they they have the Princeton what is it the Princeton Center for Ethics the Princeton Chair for Ethics is Robbie George right um, uh, who is a friend of the program uh, and we've talked to him about this you, you want to be uh, or no the Princeton Ethics guy is um, the guy who wants to abort kids after they're yeah, born singer uh, singer uh, but uh, Robbie George goes he's at he's there and and, mm-hmm. and he's associated uh, with a school that has a Woodrow Wilson Center, even though he's a real conservative. Um, and it, uh, it's interesting, um, they go through some of the quotes from Woodrow Wilson. Um, and he writes, as president of Princeton, Wilson certainly did not intend for black students to ever enroll in Princeton. Wilson said, quote, the whole temper and tradition of the place, Princeton, are such that no Negro has ever applied for admission, and it seems unlikely that the question will ever assume practical form. I mean, this guy was a deep, Wow. Deep-seated racist. Oh yeah, um, and oh, yeah. He, he believed it to his core that blacks were inferior, and it would, and nothing would ever happen. We actually went back and, and saw some of his comments this weekend on the Wonderful World of Stew on this particular issue. Okay, on Black we, Lives Matter. Yeah, we uncovered some interesting okay. things. Let's hmm. watch. Hello there, I'm Woodrow Wilson. Former president of the United States and current president of hell. I was also the president of Princeton University. (laughs) Maybe you've heard of it. I was considered to be quite a great intellectual in my time. And thanks to revisionist history, many still think so today. That's why so many people continue to write me and seek out my wonderful advice. Like this person, for example. Dear Woodrow, I don't feel like people are getting along very well in America right now. How do we ease the racial tension in this country? Signed, Ebony and Ivory. (laughs) Well, my dear, follow these simple steps. Number one, little white lies. When I was first campaigning for president, I told the colored people, should I become president of the United States... They may count upon me for absolute fair dealing for everything by which I could assist in advancing the interests of the race. (laughs) There may have been some confusion because I guess they didn't understand that I believed segregation was the best way to advance the interests of their race. (laughs) Oopsies. (laughs) Number two, the big switcheroo. When I took office, I immediately dismissed most of the black supervisors who had been previously appointed to federal jobs and replaced them with whites. I based this decision on the whiteness of the white people, which was far more white than the non-white people. Remember that. Number three, to segregate is segregate. (laughs) 
Facilities such as restrooms and cafeterias were segregated in the federal buildings, and I even put up screens in some offices to separate white and black workers. A very small amount of people complained and protested these important policies, to which I declared, segregation is not a humiliation, but a benefit, and ought to be so regarded by you gentlemen. <laughs> How could you say I was racist? I called them gentlemen. <laughs> Number four, movie night. <laughs> Another way to drive the inferior race out of the country, a.k.a ease racial tensions, is to have people watch The Birth of a Nation. It's my favorite film. It uses blackface in a very classy way to prove the point that the Ku Klux Klan formed in an attempt to heal the nation. And the white actors who play the black people are just such a hoot. <laughs> oh, you're laughing, laughing, laughing. When I first screened the movie, I observed, as I'm sure you will, that... It is like writing history with lightning, and my only regret is that it is all so terribly true. <laughs> mm, what a jackass I was. Never fine. You can always go back to slavery. If blacks must take residence here in the United States, if they must, they should at least relegate themselves to slavery. If I remember correctly, quote, the domestic slaves, at any rate, and almost all who were much under the master's eye were happy and well cared for. I actually said them. <laughs> and how could you not be happy with all that attention from superior white people and all? <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was bowling with racist serial killer Joseph Paul Franklin the other day, and he says to me, he says, he says, Wood, love is a splendid thing, unless a white person and black person fall in love, then you have to kill both of them. <laughs> oh, yes, Joe. And the sky is blue, too. <laughs> we all get that. You can write to me at Woodrow Wilson, Care of Hell, or through the production company responsible for Pitch Perfect 1 or Pitch Perfect 2. Good night. Back. It's Pat and Stu. This story is hard to believe. Uh, I mean, how many times do you go back to the well if you've been burned? I mean, you, you go back and, and you get burned. Uh, let's say you go to the well and all of a sudden you realize it's loaded with methane gas and somebody throws a match in it and it burns you to a crisp. And then so you leave because that wasn't a pleasant experience. And then you go back to the well again, and somebody does the self-same thing. You get burned all over again, all over your body. You got burns over 95% of your body. And then you go back, and you say, uh, I'm going to try one more time on this well. Somebody throws a match into the methane gas, and you get burned again. Right. Well, but then when you need I mean, to, you probably need to check to make sure. Something's wrong with your microphone yeah. there. Yeah, I'm not getting any. For some reason. But, yeah, you want to make sure that you get burned Are you using completely. You, you get burned to the point where you're dead. I don't know. A well-placed well source now informs uh, Mediate 
that a meeting has been set between Keith Olbermann oh my gosh. and Andy Lack Come at on. NBC to discuss his return to the network at 8 o'clock at night. Come on. Are you, are you serious? You would put him back on MSNBC again? Those of you watching, raise your hand now if you'll watch Keith Olbermann at 8 o'clock at night. That's what I thought. Yeah. No one raised their hand. Uh, yeah. There's no one. And the guy's the biggest ass maybe in all of broadcasting. And that's saying something because there's a lot of big ones in, in broadcasting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, look at this guy over here. Did right. you see this guy? Thank right. You see that? Keith Olbermann's worse than him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Stu. No, it's true. And, and not only does he uh, not really bring, I mean, I will say MSNBC at this point sees his ratings as good. Yeah, because they've been oh, so true. bad ever since. So, you know, he's a hero to them, probably. But, you know, his ratings have never been good overall. And, and beyond that, he's destroyed every place he's ever worked. Yeah. Every place has always hated People him afterwards. Can't stand they the can't guy. guy. But they go back. They always get desperate enough to bring him back. Really weird. Bad. Uh, good luck with that. Welcome. Hi. Uh, it's great to have you here. This is kind of amazing. Um, according to the Daily Mail, the Russians are dropping leaflets. The helicopters are dropping them on ISIS and rebel fighters, warning them to give up now ahead of a huge Russian-backed ground offensive. It's kind of interesting because the Russians are actually committing ground troops, and not just ground troops, 150,000 of them to go into this. So they're actually going to boots on the ground. And they're going to war against the rebels and, and, you know, I guess ostensibly ISIS. But I don't think that's their main target. They just want to save Assad. And so... That's what it seems like. It seems like that Russia doesn't really care about, you know, defeating ISIS. They just want to back him out. Yeah, Whoever gets in their way, mm-hmm. we're back. Get out because we want Assad and we want Syria. And if you leave this area alone, we'll leave you alone. Is there any doubt in either of your minds that Assad is going to be in control of Syria within a year? <laughs> no. no. I mean, he's no. just going to be his again? Right. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, again, well, like... the Russians are going to see to that. Yeah. yeah. They're going to go in there and they're going to... They don't care. They're going to absolutely mean, and destroy people and they don't care. Right. They don't, And they won't care about, <clears throat> oh my gosh, a civilian got hurt in that ground offensive. They're not going to care about that. No. Uh, they just keep rolling, and move man. on. I mean, us, if, if if somebody gets a hangnail who shouldn't have, we're like done. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. We're going to pull our troops out, and then we're going to go home, and we're never, we're never going to talk to anybody ever again. We're just going to hide over here in our little corner because somebody got hurt who wasn't supposed to. <laughs> That's pretty damn close. It's close. And the Russians, no, they don't care. They don't care. And they will go in. And they will they will slaughter these these uh, rebel forces, and I, I I hope ISIS in the process. I I mean it'd be nice, but it, should it be them doing our job? I mean, we're the ones kind of who have helped contribute to this mess. 
by not, you know, by pulling out of Iraq way prematurely, uh, allowing that to fester and grow and creating a power vacuum in the region. And somebody came in and filled that power vacuum. That somebody was ISIS hmm. or Daesh. Daesh. As they actually said. We were talking to uh, Dan and Jason who went over to the Middle East. And they were with the Peshmerga, uh, the uh, Kurdish troops, and uh, and we heard them in the background saying the Daesh, yeah, which is something that uh, Stu uncovered <laughs> some months ago. Yeah, at the very beginning of the ISIS thing. Yeah, the, the, I mean, it that, was, that's I, what their actual name is, right? Because we couldn't figure out what it was. It was uh, is it is, is like ISIL, ISIS, ISIL, ISIS, and it's like the real is, name we should call them is Daesh because it's actually what they call them in the Middle East, and also it's kind of an insult to them. And they don't like it. Well, yeah, Daesh, Daesh, they milk goats, even if they're male. Even if they're male? Even if they're yeah. male. Oh, <laughs> they attacked yeah. the town yeah. of, uh, of Sinjar? Sinjar. It was Sinjar, it was wasn't it? Sinjar. How weird yes, is that? it was. I thought I'd heard the name Sinjar before, yes. and it was from that song. It was That's from that song. Right. When you were talking And aren't these Kurds, actually? I want these guys in studio. I know. I know. It'd be great. I don't think that guy's really playing that instrument. Oh, I think so. Look at that. You can't fake that. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm glad we picked this up right before this really long slow solo. I know, me too. We, we have no knowledge in our brains. We attack the town of Sinjar. Yes. We have no knowledge in our brains. We scare women and children. Our caliph is bearded and our brains are upside down. You don't want that. Our hope is to kill. That's why we have no future. <laughs> we are ISIS. We are ISIS. We milk the goat even if it is male. <laughs> we milk the goat even if it's male. Yes. That's really good. That. You don't see a, an automatic weapon guitar. No, you don't see it a lot. You don't see it a lot. I will say, too, this is the best thing that's come out of ISIS, this video. It I, is. I, like, this whole war, all this stuff that's happened, <laughs> it's almost worth it for this song. I know. I love it. Uh, yeah, this is where Dan and Jason were. were in they were Sinjar. in Sinjar. I mean, I, I don't know if we could, and probably too much to actually show a map of where Sinjar is and, like, zoom in on it, because they were, and they could, you know, this is all okay now that they're not there anymore. They've been very clear that we're allowed to talk about this, but... They were, there's a, Sinjar got taken over by ISIS, um, as you saw in the video about the male uh, goat milking. Mm -hmm. um, and so right next to Sinjar is this big sort of hill slash mountain range. Um, and so there, this has been the dividing line ever since. So ISIS tries almost daily to take over this mountain because once they can get past this mountain, they could go for a long time. But uh, mm -hmm. the Peshmerga hold the mountain. Um, because they are at high ground and they can just, you know, they're able to hold that line. And they say that they could take over that town again really easily, but they're being held up by, um, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, coalition, the forces. coalition forces or, you know, uh, local Iraqi government. If you look here, here's the map. Um, so you see the uh, sort of mountain. See, if you could kind of zoom in a little bit, you could see Sinjar there. Um, and that mountain range right sort of above it is where those guys were if you listen mm -hmm. to the show this morning they were they were at the hotel when they talked uh, earlier today but previous days that's where they were and that line that kind of runs through sinjar is essentially the isis control line 
that's how close they were to the front lines. Like to the point of like they looked, they were, you know, he, you know, when we got pictures sent to us that they could see lights in the distance. Like that's Syria. Here's another at one point, and here's another situation where they they're looking there, and they look down on an ISIS-controlled town, the town of Sinjar, and um, they were right up in those hills, looking right down at them. In fact, there was that little incident they talked about. Um, we actually have that video, and it could be worth showing at some point. Yeah. Um, but where they fired mortars down on that town of Sinjar uh, at the ISIS targets, and uh, then ISIS. Uh, was Responded. returning fire with mortars, and you could hear them going mm-hmm. off pretty close to where they were. It's intense. I, I never understand that mindset, even when it's from one of my best friends since when I was a kid, uh, Dan Andros, who I've known since third grade. Um, we started working with Glenn to, you know, together back in, you know, back in the day, and we've you know, been with him most of the time since. Um, but you, you see how close it is. I mean, it's literally a hill to ISIS, and they're sitting there with these guys. And it's so funny to watch the other people the Peshmerga, who are, who are, you know, they're used to it at this point. And they're just sitting there, and you hear explosions. They don't even look. They don't even look to see where the explosion was. They're so used to it. Mm. It's kind of an amazing life, and one I'm glad yeah, I'm the, living. <clears throat> the Kurds are impressive to me. They, these guys are not afraid. They, uh, they're, I, they're fierce warriors. And, and I, full, I fully believe that if we turn them loose, and I don't know why we're not, but if they were turned loose, they could they could put an end to most of the ISIS problem in that region. I mean, and why not? Why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you do it? I I don't know. I, it's it's beyond me. Well, but. I mean, are they afraid of attacking an army that milks goats even if they're male? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> right. No. No. Oh boy. Uh, so the motherland is uh, uh, according to another uh, another one of the. Uh, uh, flyers that the Russians are dropping, uh, meant for ISIS fighters. It says, don't, don't make it even worse for yourselves. The motherland, presumably Syria, is ready to hug you back again. Give up your arms, as hundreds of other young guys like you have done. So <clears throat> they're trying to uh, uh, propagandize them out of the war, when really the goal should be to kill these ISIS fighters, right? I mean, <clears throat> what are there, 50,000 of them now? Let's just eliminate the threat. Or at least change their milking habits. One of the two. One so they only milk female them. goats. Yeah, you got to milk female goats. You don't right. milk male goats. Stupid. That's not milking. Stupid. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Putin has sent the feared Spetsnaz special forces into Syria to bail out Assad. Uh, a military source said Spetsnaz and air assault troops are not there to provide security to static objects. They're extremely aggressive and highly trained. They're there to mop up after uh, airstrikes, call in airstrikes, go on extremely covert missions against rebels, ultimately, and wipe them out. And they will not be as accountable as British or U.S. special forces. They're there for one reason, to wipe out anyone threatening Assad by any means. It's there again, that's what the Russians do. They, they go in and they take care of business uh, and they don't, they don't really care about the ramifications of it. Although in Afghanistan, that didn't seem to be the case, did it? They got bogged down there pretty badly, uh, just like everybody else. Uh, Putin claims the mission is to defeat ISIS, but his warplanes have been helping Assad by smashing rebel positions. Uh, They're among Russia's toughest and most shadowy troops, many of whom have fought dirty wars in Chechnya, where they built up a deep hatred of jihadists. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, meanwhile, the U.S. and Russia are agreeing to more talks over the air operations in Syria. 
But, you know, what, what good is that going to do? Um, Putin has already shown that he's going to do whatever he wants, and he doesn't, he doesn't care what Barack Obama has to say. And ISIS extremists published the address, published the address of the Navy SEAL who killed Osama bin Laden hmm. and uh, this O'Neill guy who was out doing the tour. This is why, uh, as a rule, Navy SEALs don't, <clears throat> don't talk about their operations much because it's dangerous for them. And this guy apparently uh, broke that protocol, Robert O'Neill, and now they know where he lives, and supposedly they're, they're coming after him, and they've targeted him for death. So uh, hopefully he has some security around him. 888-727-BECK. Um, I said over, by the way, to the control room, maybe we could have chose mm. on the other side of the break, the actual view from that mountain looking down on the town of Sinjar, which was actually attacked by ISIS, a group of people who milk male goats. Um, mm -hmm. These, the, you want to see how close these guys were to this? It's a pretty amazing shot. Maybe we could show that on the other side uh, because it's, <laughs> you know, I talk about uh, a life that you would not want to be involved in. I, I have no, I, look, you know, everyone knows that I'm a wuss. It's been pretty clear on this network for a long time. Yep. I really don't even like, I don't really like driving, you know, anywhere other that, that's not a drive through um, By mm -hmm. the way, we're going to be having some McDonald's here in a little while, and uh, that's going to make me happy. Um, but other than drive throughs I don't really even like moving. Um, that's kind of that's kind of the way I am. So to go to Iraq or slash Syria in these disputed areas, no. Pat, mm -hmm. with me on that? Mm -hmm. uh, no. Yeah, I'm not planning a trip to Sinjar anytime soon. Even uh, even if you could milk a male? No, not even for goat. for that. No. Hmm. So yeah. I mean, we can milk male goats here. <laughs> Stupid. Are you saying you've you've done that? My light on. Yeah, it is. It is. It is yeah. If you have to say that, then you know it is. Uh, more patents do coming up. Oddly, when you want to talk, it's never on, mm -hmm. and then when you don't want to talk, it's on. It's on. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. <clears throat> Those pictures, Pat. If we want to start there, uh, sure. This is the picture of uh, where our team was looking down on the town of Sinjar, a town uh, which is now run by people who may milk male goats. <laughs> but look how close they are. I mean, yeah. they're really right down the hill. That's one of the sniper um, uh, holes <laughs> they were able to stick their camera through. Uh, Dan tweeted this yesterday, um, and the. the he was talking about the incident they had when they, you know, actually got some ISIS people to shoot at them, which is not really the goal of the trip, uh, per se. But, uh, yeah, you can see how close. I mean, that's where they're... So they want to come up the hill. They're at the top of the hill looking down at that town, and that is the, by the battle line of where ISIS's control ends, right there in that picture. Bizarre. A bizarre freaking... A terrible mm. vacation idea. Yeah, I don't know why they went there for that? <laughs> mm. It's nice that they're a, they're a cute couple down now, Jason and Dan. Though. I, yeah, I didn't are. realize they that. are a cute Sweet. couple. And look, we've been talking about this. We're we're open. Uh, we, you know, we're a, we're an open-minded uh, company, mm -hmm. and it's nice to send them on a on a wonderful romantic getaway to mm -hmm. Sinjar, mm -hmm. the town mm -hmm. where you milk goats even if they're male. That's part of the charm. 
Well, what else are you going to do? Go on a cruise? <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, Stop. Vegas. It's, it's just, you know, everyone does that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, <clears throat> Meryl Streep is being lambasted over... Uh, That's a real shame. I'd rather be a rebel than a slave t-shirt. Also her acting ability. <laughs> Promotional campaign for the new Meryl Streep movie, <clears throat> Suffragette, has become a PR nightmare thanks to t-shirts worn by Streep and her co-stars, uh, which some say appear to lump the plight of white women in with the horrors uh, endured by slaves. Uh, the shirts worn by Streep, Carrie Mulligan, and others uh, bear a quote from the Suffragette Streep plays in the film, I'd rather be a rebel than a slave. I'd rather be a rebel than a slave. Oh, slave. Yes, I would. Would, would. If I could, could, could. I truly would. would. Oh. Critics have called the campaign tone deaf, in part, Stu, Ugh. because the T-shirts inevitably bring to mind the Confederacy by pairing the words rebel and slave. Oh, oh okay. So I'd rather be in the Confederacy than <laughs> be a slave. Oh you my gosh. Serious? Oh, gosh. There's any person I mean, farther from that thought would be her any friends to begin with. You think? Yeah. I mean, I, I do not like these women. I don't like their viewpoints. Said I Sam probably I won't like the movie, but the that is that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I have a moral uh <sighs> Jeez. Opposition to backing Meryl Streep on any, anything, <laughs> yeah. but I know I you mean, do. Even here, it's it, like I'll, let me just talk about the other three people pictured. They're okay. they're they're totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Now Meryl Streep probably did mean that she wanted to be in the Confederacy <laughs> um, because she's terrible. But outside of that, and that has nothing to do with it. Just, it's just <laughs> she said in the past she hates black people. I think she. I I don't. I can't confirm that, but I believe you, uh, Jeffy. <laughs> now, I, uh, it's it's so stupid. I mean, obviously she's. That's isn't it? And you said it's from the actual play that they're talking about in this movie. It's from the, yeah, it's like an actual yeah. quote from the yeah. movement. Right. So. Right. Uh, that's what, what, I mean, are we really this hard up for things to get pissed off about? Yes. Really. Because there's a lot to be pissed off about. Yeah. We don't need that. And people are always looking for a new one, though. Uh, people are yeah. very creative on that one. Yeah, and they I, are. It's funny. It, the, whenever you see someone criticize something as tone deaf, you can pretty much promise yourself it's stupid. Yeah, that's really <laughs> true. Well, it's tone deaf. What are you talking about, tone deaf? Stop with the tone deaf. Just let people talk and, and, and say things that they want to say and believe things they want to believe. And let's all, you know, like, it's kind of what makes the world interesting, isn't it? You know, sometimes it's interesting to see Meryl Streep. She probably believes something really stupid. We can criticize her on it. It's fun. You know, she can say that we're stupid. Mm -hmm. and she can criticize us. It's, mm -hmm. it's interesting. It makes the world kind of, yeah, I don't know, uh, keeps, you, keeps your attention. You know, that's kind of a positive thing, I would think. Apparently not. Apparently not. No. I'm surprised that they would go after mm -hmm. someone who's considered by many critics to be the greatest living actress. Uh, <laughs> He's been nominated for the Academy Award He's 19 noting. times. Yeah, he is. 19 times? Won it three times. Wow. That shows how crappy she is. You know? <laughs> She's failed <laughs> 16 times. Of course I'm talking about you know, the great Meryl Streep. The Street. great yes. Meryl Streep. One, one of the most overrated actresses. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, Stu, you have convinced me in the last three years how terrible she is. I, I swear to God, that. I am on If that I get boat. nothing else done in the, in the entire boat. run of the show, Every that's time, enough. It's unbelievable how it's bad so she is. It's so annoying. She's just so much. not, now she's not, you know, look, she, 
she's not. The, I can't take it. Right, come on. I don't, yeah, don't want to compliment her. I feel I don't like it. She's not terrible. She Stop is it. terrible. No, she's, she's bad. She is. That will not go with you. She's not a bad actress. That she's had. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is she the greatest actress of our time? No. No. Probably. She's actually not even. I don't even. I will say that she's been okay in a couple of movies. Probably. Maybe. Most of the movies she's terrible. She's just bad. Just straight out bad. She's not convincing in the role that she's no. in. She uh, she plays herself in these movies. She plays herself. She's just her being her, and they just put her in these movies, and they say it's great. And right. They, and they say, oh, she's a great actress. Well, she's not doing anything. Now, she's some would say that's what, makes, that's what makes a great actress. No, it's but not true. No, no. It's not true at all. No. No, honey. <laughs> she's just, she doesn't even, I don't think she tries anymore. I think she she's have so to. convinced Everybody she's Everybody bows great. down yeah, to exactly. her as the greatest actress ever. Oh, she's terrible. Now, I'd say, look, we've, I don't want to brag here, but we were all, we all starred in an Oscar-nominated film called The Christmas Twist. Uh, Emmy and, as well. An Emmy mm-hmm. Award and an Oscar, won a Grammy, mm-hmm. uh, won a Tony. A Pulitzer Prize. It won a Pulitzer Prize. It won the Nobel Peace Prize. This movie was so <laughs> incredible. It, it, brought, it won Writers Guild SAG Award. It brought peace to the Congo. It did, uh, yes, that that is. So I mean, we didn't want to brag about yeah. that. I thought we said we weren't going to talk no, I, about I, that. I, I, other, well, let's just let's let other people say it. Others right. have said right. um, that it's brought peace to the Congo. <laughs> and uh, look, I, we understand good acting. As so we've say. gone beyond. Uh, we actually, I mean, look, I know you don't want to brag, Stu, but I mean, everybody's. Oh, hey, they've got an egot. We've been way beyond that. Oh, we got an egot to come in front Stop. of me. Thank you. That's Egot uh, <laughs> and all you. those other awards. There's so many. They just yeah. kind of slur you together. Can't, but. You can't even do uh, a name. No. There's too many. It's too letters. many awards. That's how good we are. We're yeah. awesome. Uh, so we want to make sure we make that clear. <laughs> I think we did. We're awesome. All right. By the way, we're going to re-air that again this year. I think we might do a new one this year, we too. Gotta come up with it's been a couple of years, and it's time for yeah. a new really bad Christmas movie. I think it is. On The Wonderful World of Stu. My so you guys a uh, game? Yes. You participate in this? Uh, yeah. Amber was big on it. She saw, saw some... Uh, Cookies and tears the other day. Yeah, she's she, Jeffy's wife has been tweeting about the Christmas twist lately because she saw pretzel butter cookies, uh, and uh, I appreciated that. <laughs> People just remember it. It's like they do. It's you know, heartwarming. The, we have uh, some stuff coming up on the show uh, today about uh, Back to the Future, um, which is a movie. Obviously, is a big, uh, you know, one of the biggest movies, yeah. a legendary movie, I would say. Um, and uh, it, uh, the, the Back to the Future Day is coming up, um, October 21st. Pretty soon, yeah, the, because I know my son is wanting to go. They've got some trilogy airing at yeah, the theater. I'm kind of excited about it. I mean, I've watched all those movies so many freaking times. Uh, but uh, the day that they go into the future in Back to the Future 2 is October 21st, 2015. Um, and, by the way, the Cubs won the World Series. Remember how we were talking about this? The <laughs> yeah. Cubs, and they're in the playoffs, and they're one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Is tonight the night they play? Cubs Do they play tonight? In the wild card tonight? Maybe. Yes, it is. <clears throat> I don't know, but the Houston Astros yes. uh, shut out the New York no. Yankees last night. Yes, I they love did. that. I and, love that. Uh, are officially in the playoffs now. The Texas Rangers defeated the uh, illegal immigrant team yet? <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays, America's team, is that what you're talking about? Uh, they start. Uh, America's team is Canadian? Yeah, I mean, Toronto's, yeah, the Toronto Blue Jays, America's team. Huh. All right. I, I mean, everyone says it. I mean, I, you know, you I've never heard it except from you. But ha- you ever check hashtag America's team. Okay, and okay. It'll you'll be see the a lot of Cowboys. Blue Jays posts from me. Or maybe the BYU Cougars, who were for a time called America's team. Shut this, up. This season, they were on from, ESPN. From you, ESPN. 
They were called America's ESPN. team, I, like don't the Blue me, Jays are called America's team. Don't make me do. <laughs> don't make me find you. it. Don't make me find Stop it. Because I will. Here's the thing, about I will. Blue Jays. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of rivalries, right? Mm-hmm. Where the you know the Red Sox and the Yankees don't like each other. They're right down the road from each other. And ta- where you have, ta- you have rivalries with other towns in your country. No one has a rivalry with Canada. That's why they're America's team. <laughs> it's nobody, funny. Was, nobody cares. Because I'll wear an Eagle shirt around, uh, and, and people will yell things at me, throw things mm-hmm. at me, shoot me. Mm-hmm. Um, where the Blue Jays, it's never, it never happens. I had a uh, friend um, who used to uh, write for um, uh, the CNN show back when we were at CNN, and uh, he's Canadian, uh, Paul Stark. Uh, and he, uh, he used to say he would go visit, like, Turkey, um, on vacation, they used to go vacation there, and he 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 was a dual citizen, so he would always emphasize his Canadian citizenship whenever he went overseas, and never had a problem with anybody. However, uh, you know, there you go. Oh, and One here's Pierce, drunk right. ESPN okay. reporter. Okay, Scott D. Pierce, ESPN reporter, calls BYU America's team. Okay, all right. Now I rest my case. Uh, more patents too is coming up. That's sad. By the way, Blue Jays coming here. You get to go watch them because they're playing the right. Very excited about that. Very very excited. Better for you. Can you hear the excitement? It's been 22 years, Pat. Give me a break. Hear the excitement (laughs) in my voice. Why don't you took my knife? I can't do it without. Okay. Jeffy is uh, awful. Children, uh, stop it. Welcome to Spoons, uh, where we um, eat. We eat. That's kind of true. That's, I was going to give a justification of no. what we do here, but really, we eat. It's. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's for science. It's, right. Oh it's my for God. You oh, and I? it's for science. Of course it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, Scientifically, McDonald's is now serving breakfast all day. Yes! It's a day that I never thought mm-hmm. would come. It's a huge development. And now, look, Pat isn't as big a McDonald's fan as I am. No. However, uh, I actually, on the way home, it actually started yesterday. On the way home last night from work, mm-hmm. stopped for an egg McMuffin. Did you? Yeah. Jeffy, what do you... I'm not big on McDonald's breakfast. You're oh. eating You're it. You're eating it right started. now. Not in front of me. All right. I'm not a fan of you. In any way. Uh, so what we have here are just a, uh, classic McDonald's treats uh, to <laughs> celebrate. Now, you might say, wait a minute, you guys have tried these before. <laughs> Spoons is supposed to be a segment where you try yeah, new it's, foods. It's been so long. Oh, plus we've never tried it for lunch or dinner. Right. It's only for breakfast. And it's lunchtime right now. Yeah, so, so, so we should eat it. And stuff. We should. Um, so here we go. Um, I think I'm going to make a little, go a little bit. Uh, can I take your uh, knife here because Jeffy took mine? All right. So what I want to do is kind of make, I'm going to make a special McDonald's uh, This is a McGriddle with bacon, egg, and cheese. One of the things that started this, though, is the other day I I took my kids uh, to McDonald's, Mm -hmm. and a lady came in asking for one of the breakfast sandwiches, a biscuit. Mm -hmm. Right. And I heard the lady behind the counter say, no, we don't have those. We only have the Egg McMuffin. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I thought we were breakfast. Shocking. It was breakfast all the time. What's going on? Mm -hmm. So apparently, most stores Mm -hmm. have the McMuffin, but they can have the biscuit. So I mean, it's up to the it's up to the individual stores. You can't have either the McMuffin or the biscuit, but they don't have both. 
They don't I have heard that not all the stores will be serving the McGriddles all, all day. Right. No, I, they won't. I don't think any of the or stores any of them right. are going to be doing the McGriddles. Which is crazy. Isn't that pretty popular? And, what's, yeah, and what started the, the kind of the whirlwind war is that there were reports on social media that McDonald's wasn't having the hash browns. And that's stores. true, too, in some stores. In some instances, but they say that 90% of the uh, McDonald's will have hash browns. Now, let me show you a, a special mm. thing I've been working on here, Jeffy. Uh, by the way, of course, every single sandwich came with meat, which I, so I can't eat any of them. So, no. Of course. So go really? ahead. and, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's typical. Oh, now, McDonald's Stu. typically does a good job with the special orders, but not today. Um, so what I have here is a hash brown um, and pancakes. So what you do is you mm -hmm. take uh, the hash brown out of the wrapper, which is kind of stuck to the it's wrapper. It's hard to do because it's so greasy. It's <laughs> it literally cemented itself <laughs> to the wrapper. But it fits nicely. It's a good thing that doesn't um, happen in your veins. Right. Uh, no, yeah, the grease completely goes uh, away. <laughs> so this is kind of the, the base of You put the hash brown inside the pancake like this. Okay? You, you, you want to butter the pancake a little bit first. Mm -hmm. and then what you, all you need to do is you take the syrup. Um, like this, like so. This is a, this is this is kind of like if you want to have some real authentic Mexican flavor, you, you make a breakfast taco like this. And you kind of just put a little bit of the syrup right on here. No, it doesn't like seem authentically Mexican to me. And then you kind of let it drizzle onto the pancake as well, like this. Now, uh -huh. and you say that doesn't look Mexican at all. But wait, hold That's on. What I did say. That's what Pat I just did said. Did you hear that? I said okay. that. Okay. I didn't just dream that then. No. But then you do this yeah. right here, like this. Fold it over. Uh -huh. Breakfast taco. Wow. Okay. And you just dive right in. Uh, Stu, that is genius. Mm -hmm. So I suppose Pat's going to say, hey, that's not Mexican enough for me. Hey, that's, it's not. <laughs> but I'm going to do it the traditional American way. <laughs> okay. Because I'm American, and I'm just going to put butter and syrup on the pancake. Syrup is good, too. And then I'm going to eat it <laughs> with a fork. And... Uh, Mm. I think people will enjoy. Yeah, the syrup on the hash browns is good too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's underrated. Really good. And you kind of let it. You get it on there, and you let it seep in a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. That's no, not bad. Yeah, the pancakes are okay. They're not the greatest I mean, pancakes no. in the world. I mean, you know, I, when you go no, to McDonald's, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you're getting something. It is fast. what it is. Um, but I, I like. Big fan of the uh, the you know egg uh, the biscuits. The McGriddles, <clears throat> the McMuffins. I like all of them a lot. Um, we didn't get any of those for you without without the meat. No. This heck? says it's just an egg McMuffin. Is it not? Egg McMuffin has meat on it. Has a ham, right? Um, no, not that? always, right? You can get it without the ham. You can always get anything without the ham, but they all. Yeah, just the regular ham. one. Oh, that comes sucks. With it, yeah. It's all possible to get without the ham. Uh, but well, uh, just take the ham it's off. It's also possible to get more than one <laughs> container of syrup. <laughs> but like, that yeah, didn't just... happen either. It is, yeah, it, I is know. it is possible, Jeffy? It is possible because I've done it. Uh -huh. You could take the meat off. I mean, what. It has, is it, has it literally yeah, been polluted? Touching. Can't touch, yeah. It has literally poisoned the rest of the meal? If it just touches? Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, it's, you know. <laughs> okay, I mean, we all have our things. <laughs> you know? And that's my thing. It's right. kind of a weird thing, because you used to eat meat by the, mm -hmm. by the pound. Oh, my God. That's kind of what started And now, it, if yeah. it just touches something, you won't have anything to do with it. No, no, no. Once it's uh, it's interesting. Once it's been contaminated, I continue to be fascinated by your transition. Yeah, no, it's interesting. <laughs> ten <laughs> years after your transition, I continue to be fascinated. By, by the way, it. this year, uh, ten years. Wow. Congratulations! Wow. Really? Did you get a 
a medal or a chip or yeah, anything? Yeah, they give me a big, uh, they give me actually a steak, which is an odd, mm. it's an odd, it's a, a, a ribeye. Nice. Ten years, no kidding. Ten years is a long time for me to do anything. Long time. Uh-huh. 2005. Wow. Yeah. We were back, back in when we were in Philly. When, when did you start working here? What year? Do you remember? 2009. 2009. Yeah. Jeez, really? God, it feels like it was way longer than yeah. that. This has been... A terrible, a terrible See, experience. now why would you have... I'm looking in most markets <laughs> you. you could order Thank the you. sausage burrito, which very few people order. I, does anyone order the sausage burrito Fruit and yogurt parfait, which actually the parfait at McDonald's is pretty good. The parfait at McDonald's is excellent. However, it's mm. been available 24-7 the whole yeah. time. Yeah. We, get it for, we get it for the kids a lot. Fruit for like and maple oatmeal. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Make it that available okay, for breakfast, that, yeah. and then the, that's enough. Mm -hmm. uh, hash browns, hotcakes, hotcakes with sausage... And egg McMuffin, sausage McMuffin, sausage McMuffin, sausage McMuffin with egg and a regular sausage. Are you just McMuffin. saying what you had for breakfast today? <laughs> so we know that it's available. Oh, okay. Yeah, of okay. course. <laughs> um, McDonald's actually, we had a, a kind of a story today about uh, the weird ways they did business uh, back oh, in yeah. the 1960s. We kind of previewed, uh, if, you're on, if you go to our Facebook page, we'll usually preview what's coming up on the next day's show, or at least some dumb story that we're doing the next day. That was this one. Um, they didn't hire uh, women. Back in the 1960s. Uh, back in the 40s and 50s, they were renowned for car hops, perky young women who uh, delivered trays of food parked to automobiles. But franchise founders uh, held a negative <clears throat> opinion about those jobs. They felt it created an atmosphere where families would be uncomfortable visiting a burger stand. So they actually decided not to employ women. Kind of went a Weird. little too far on that one. Yeah. Like, if you don't want the sexy car hop, I, you might say, okay, that's a good idea. But then to not employ women, uh, probably not a good idea. No. McDonald's used to wash your windows. Uh, in the 19 early uh, in the uh, early 60s, they promised a free windshield wash for drive-in patrons. Uh, yeah, really, they should bring that back. That is weird. Yeah, like that's it's weird. A, a gas station. That's yeah. I guess goes back to like you know um, if you watch Back to the Future and you see they go to the gas station and like 96 people come around, like you know yep, check your air, check yeah, your oil, check wash your windows, mm -hmm. everything. It's yeah. all gone now. Uh, entire mm. meals cost 45 cents. Mm. That's awesome. Um, actually, uh, and and that's I mean. Look, it's a uh, uh, it's in the 1960s, so that was a little bit yeah, more sensible. There's been some inflation since then. Though I have, uh, I will note that in the 1990s, when I lived in uh, Florida, hot and now, Jeffy, you remember hot and now? I Were you know. around for that in Florida? Yeah. 39 cent burgers, 39 cent fries, 39 cent sodas. So it was like a dollar, <clears throat> you know, 18 with tax or something. And every once in a while, McDonald's used to, and I'm sure they don't do it anymore. Uh, they used to have the uh, like throwback day where they 10 cent burgers. So. For those, just those That's regular, the, just the regular, regular hamburgers, hamburgers, hamburgers yeah. ten cents. Yeah. Oh my gosh. According to Mental Floss, McDonald's also did not want business from dirty hobos. <laughs> uh, they were uh, time and again spokespeople for the chain reinforced the idea that creating an environment for par that parents should be comfortable in. Yes. The company told press that new locations were scouted based on the number of church steeples, schools, and residential streets nearby, not foot traffic. They didn't want to cater to quote transients. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and you couldn't sit down. Uh, average uh, transaction time just 50 seconds. McDonald's didn't actually have time or resources to wash dishes. All locations in the 1960s had the front counters and the drive-in windows, and that was it. Yeah, you go in and get the, I mean, that was the big deal, right? Uh, you get the burger, the fry, and the shake. We and didn't have a McDonald's out. in my town until I, I was probably 15 years old, so I bet it was 75 I think it was 1975 when McDonald's finally came to wow. the yeah. mean streets well, I mean, of Helena. Look, it was so dangerous. I mean, yeah, kept, it was too dangerous for them to come, and they were like, no, it's too dangerous. Yeah. And then finally when the National Guard moved in, right. then uh, they were able to establish a McDonald's uh, was safe enough in the hold. National Guard? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, National Guard plus Marines. Okay. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, then you've got uh, the uh, Hamburger University. You've heard of that before, where they would actually train people. Yeah, and it's um, a real thing, right? They have the Clown University and the Hamburger University. Pretty Im impressive. And then I thought this was interesting, and I'd never heard this one. The arches, so this is a, kind of the Jeffy e. McDonald's fact. <clears throat> the arches were supposed to make you think of breasts. What? Really? That's what they say. Um, it formed the swooping M, of course, part of the Mark, uh, McDonald's architecture. At least one advisor thought they served another purpose entirely. Okay. You don't hire women, but you want the arches to remind people of breasts. Well, I mean, you well, still I want mean, dads to bring the kids in. Okay. It's one advisor. Um, <laughs> they said they wanted to keep the logo in the 1960s because of the Freudian symbolism of a pair of nourishing yeah. breasts. <laughs> so they were really about the food aspect of the breast, uh, Pat. It wasn't sex. That's what I'm all about, too. Uh, I'm yeah, all about yeah, the food yeah. aspect <laughs> of the breast. For most things, we are all about the food aspect. Mm -hmm. That's the one exception. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, there you go. Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. And, and a breakfast Say that taco. in seven seconds, and I think you get a free Big, big Mac or something. Really? Yeah. Nice. Triple eight seven two seven. back more patents, too. Coming up. Yeah, whatever you just said. Mahalo. <laughs> <laughs> Patents too. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. It's twenty fifteen now. Yep. Back to the Future Day and is uh, just two weeks away. Weeks away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that means it was the date in the movie Back to the Future Two. They went uh, in case you missed it earlier. They went forward in, into the future to October twenty first two thousand fifteen. Are you still eating them? Are we supposed to? Are we supposed to stop? That's supposed to be one segment and then we're done. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah so, okay. Thank you. So October twenty first, two thousand fifteen, or maybe the time Jeffy stops eating McDonald's. Um, uh, so there are a couple things happen. Uh, he goes to buy a Pepsi, and there's a cool bottle of Pepsi. Pepsi is embracing uh, the fact that this has come around now and has released this. Watch. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And yeah, nice job on that. They're actually uh, limiting uh, the release of bottles that look just like this. Pepsi Perfect. 6,500 of them will be done. Um, they'll cost 20 bucks. Oh, 2015, uh, technically. Uh, but you'll get the Pepsi with the real sugar, the Pepsi uh, that Pat likes so much, um, in the bottle. And mm -hmm. it's going to be obviously a collector's item of some sort. Um, it's kind of interesting that they were said this movie is so brilliant and that like they went into the future mm -hmm. and then had a throwback 80s cafe so they could use all the stuff that was actually right. there. I mean, it's, it's just such a smart movie. We have um, coming up uh, an interview with a guy who did a documentary on Back to the Future on Wonderful World of Stew. Uh, I think it's, it's to coincide with Back to the Future Day. We already taped it. But it's really interesting that all the crap that went on, how they couldn't get the movie made for mm. such a long time, how they had to switch actors in the middle of it. One of the things that that I thought was interesting was uh, a lot of people probably know that Eric Stoltz was the guy who was initially Marty McFly. And so they started doing the movie with him, and then they said it wasn't working, so they fired him and brought in Michael J. Fox as 
Marty, um, which is, you know, obviously a huge change in movie history. Um, and, you know, you think, oh, God, Eric Stoltz, it sucks. He missed out on this, you know, one of the biggest movies series of all time, really, um, because he just couldn't cut it as though. a comedic actor. Um, but what really sucks is the girl who was his girlfriend, Eric Stoltz, the girlfriend, they hire a girl. She's doing a good job. They don't have any problem with her. But because they brought Michael J. Fox in, she was too tall for Michael J. Fox, so she also lost her gig. Who is that? I don't remember her name, and, mm. and there's probably right. so then the they sad brought in Leah Thompson. And then they, right? uh, well, no, Leah Thompson was the mom. Um, oh, okay, uh, yeah, the, the girlfriend, girlfriend was... I don't remember her name. Oh, that's right. And she was actually right. switched out, too, later on. Yeah, but the was... opportunity to be in Back yeah. to the Future, that's bringing in cash Pretty even cool. to this day. And it's starting to really ramp up. I mean, there's so many promotions going on with, with Back to the Future. It is, now. and Lexus came out with the... Uh, the hoverboard. With the hoverboard, yep. which is really cool and actually works, and we've seen it, we've shown it to you before. Uh, I don't know if we still have it, but it hovers over ground that underneath... Now, they couldn't do it just... On any surface, but they have uh, magnets underneath the surface of this uh, uh, skate park, and so it hovers above the ground, and and then it hovers above water, which blows me away. I don't I don't know how they did that. I guess the I guess it goes through the water and yeah, it, it still water, works yeah. that way. Yeah, um, but it's it's pretty cool. So Lexus did that, uh, and they. Uh, found a way to to make it work. Yeah, on the 30th anniversary of of the movie, uh, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and also, um, one of the things um, that's in the movie, um, they all go to the future. He co- they come out and they look at sort of the town square. And one, first of all, one of the big things that we talked about was the the Cubs win the World Series, um, which is kind of amazing because they're actually in the playoffs. And they show um, the other side was uh, M- uh, Miami. Was the other side? It was it was Cubs defeat Miami. At the time of the movie, there was no, no Miami team in team. Miami. And when they got when Florida Miami got a team, it was first called the Florida Marlins, and they changed the name to Miami mm-hmm. in time. Uh, not, not you know nothing to do with each other, but it was like, could is it possible that they would meet in the playoffs? Wouldn't that have been amazing? Of course, uh, you know Miami, Miami really didn't is, make it. is really bad. But the Cubs, who are always out of the playoffs or in the playoffs and look really good this year. I mean, they've got a legitimate chance. Yeah. Um, but that uh, would be cool if on the uh, movie anniversary, in amazing. the year that the movie, uh, you know, said that they won the World Series, they won the World Series. I, it would, that I, would be I, really cool. It really would. Um, but one of the things that when they're in the square after you see that is uh, the trailer for Jaws 19. Universal Pictures uh, has the rights to Jaws, and they've actually now produced a, uh, a trailer for Jaws 19. Watch. Jaws made you afraid to go in the water. Jaws 2 made you afraid to go back in the water. Jaws 3D was a new dimension in terror. (laughs) In Jaws 4 The Revenge... It was personal. Then it was just business. Then pure pleasure. Cyber Jaws made you afraid to log on. And Robo Jaws made you afraid of robotic sharks. Then Chief Brody's grandson assembled a super team of shark hunters. Jaws 10, it was man versus shark versus all the terrors of the deep. Outer space. Then a prequel. And a sequel to the prequel. And then a new era in terror began. Jaws started a family. 
battled a Russian shark named Ivan Sharkovsky. It took a bite out of the Big Apple and learned about love from a mysterious stranger. Jaws 18 Origins, the mind-blowing reboot. Now, the oceans are disappearing, and to save their home, the sharks must attack. Jaws 19. This time, it's really, really personal. That's great. Coming soon. That is really funny. Mm. That is really good. I like that. It's funny. I mean, I like that. I, I like too that they're tying global warming into it. That is actually how. What, if they were going to remake yep. Jaws today, that is exactly what they would freaking do with it. Oh, the stupid plants are dying underneath the water, and <laughs> it's warm or something. And here comes mm-hmm. the shark again. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Russian shark one. That looks pretty good. Yeah, that looked good. That, looked that was good. right up your alley. Uh, we actually have uh, just a little reminder on the hoverboard. Here's uh, from Lexus, uh, what they came up with on, on their hoverboard, in their hoverboard park. It's really kind of cool. Uh, no such thing as impossible, they say, just a matter of figuring things out. They did this as kind of an in-your-face to German technology, German engineering. Uh, they've always got a thing Lexus does with trying to show up BMW. And uh, this kind of does. Look at that. It you can't push it to the ground. So it's that superconductor technology, I guess, right? Like you would have on a uh, on a superconductive train. And so it is literally hovering above the the ground and above the water. Look at that. Look at it fly over the water. That's amazing. Jeez. I mean, that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So bizarre. It is crazy. It goes all the way across that pool on a hoverboard. Wow, that's amazing. Really cool. Now, would that work with you, Jeffy? (laughs) It would go through Why would you even ask that? It would it would go through the ground, uh, through the center of the earth, pop out the other side in China. <laughs> Why would it do that? Uh, I think well, what you're saying, I'm saying generally there. That, so generally speaking, you know, uh, you're basically uh, overweight. Is what I'm saying there. <laughs> and I mean, you might be listed a weight limit on that. I, I don't know, I don't but know. I know that you exceed it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, you exceed it. It was nice. Huh. All right. Well, that's uh, pretty well. That's we should bring. I mean, well show we right played there. the Woodrow Wilson yeah. bit earlier. We should bring Jeffy in for a Taft bit. <laughs> because yeah. what was it about Taft? He Taft was, um, he, when he died. He, he was, was overweight. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so where you, that came from, by the way. Yeah. And for people who don't know why we always say it like that, that's Jeffy's saying it about William Howard Taft years and years and years ago. Because that's yeah. what everybody says about Taft. Yeah, he is, was fat. That's the main thing. That's the only he thing was... everyone ever says. The guy was president of the United States. Everyone just says, yeah, he was the fat guy. He broke a bathtub. <laughs> he was overweight, right? Yeah. Over. Yeah, he was. <laughs>